Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. You are listening to Phantasm Podcast. Hey, this is Trevor Sternad. Brian is back from the Black Dahlia murder. I'm Gabriel Warrior. Eric Green from Simple Tour. We're stolen from immolation. We are Gorgasm. This is the creator. Turns from suffocation. Join your host, Corey Gorkrest and Dr. Vincent West for exclusive interviews with the sickest bands in metal and more. Head over to cultofantasm.com, the only gravesite for all things horror and death metal. No filler, all killer. Now, please welcome our guest of honor. Hey, what's up? This is Eric Peterson from the Band Testament, and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. What the fuck is up and welcome to Phantasm Podcast. I'm Corey Gorkhurst with me, Dr. Vincent West from the morgue. What's up, buddy? How are you, my friend? I am good. Uh, we got very special guests. We got Eric Peterson of Testament. We're gonna talk about their new album with uh, the Doctor. It's very exciting. And, uh, yeah. I'm pretty pretty stoked about it. Uh, he's a repeat offender. That's uh, from what is it? Titans of Creation. That is out on uh, Nuclear Blast Records. So you can you can get that. And uh, the movie we got is almost like a part two of what we just did for our last episode. Uh, kind of on a kick of these right now. Uh, Doctor, what do we what do we got? We were catching up on some 80s slashers, and uh, we're using we're using the Tubi app because we're having to do the social distancing thing. Because, uh, well, it's just the way of the world right now, unfortunately. But anyway, um, I want to thank Corey for his support, and I want to thank all you guys for your support and everything. And uh, we'll be doing stuff in person again ASAP. This is better than nothing, kids, and we're having fun doing this shit, so we're watching Sorority House Massacre. Sorority House Massacre. After a weekend with us, you're going to want to join this sorority. Maybe we are the haunted sorority house after all. Oh, God. It's him. That's him. That's the guy from my dream. What's the plan here, buddy? You got a good reason to be looking. Oh, 
Massacre, a slash course in absolute terror. 1986. It's uh, written and directed by Carol Frank. It's when do kinda... I hit play on this, by the way? Huh? When do I hit play on this bitch? Oh, you hit play as soon as I say go, which we did already. <laughs> okay. Okay, where do I need to be in this? Uh, the titles just came on. I am at uh, two minutes. Exactly. I'll try to sync up here. Uh, it's it's actually because we did our last episode we did was the Slumber Party Massacre two for. Uh, I've got mine paused at three minutes and thirteen seconds. Can you get to that? Yeah, hang on. I'm sorry, I, I, I'm enraptured mine to a cable box kid, so it's kind of hard to fast forward and rewind. Yeah, I'm on my. And the doctor fucked up instead of hitting play when we said go. But anyway. Oh, you got three minutes. I barely fast forwarded. That's what it does. I'm at three okay. minutes and thirteen seconds. All right, almost. Let's see, and I'm at three seven. Three seventeen. So go ahead and hit it. Close enough. So the same time is bad. We same place. Bitch just opened the door. Yep. That's it. Right when you said it, that bitch showed up, so we're good. Okay, um, that's, that, that's what you get a kid. It's not perfect. We're perfectly synchronized. Not the old doc fucked it up today. So there's a little kid down there. Yep. Not my kid. Well, if you want, you know, kid. guys to follow along and gals, whoever, uh, they have the Tubi app, T-U-B-I, and it's on all the streaming devices, your game consoles, like Xbox, PlayStation, and your cable. Um and your, you know, if you have a smart TV, usually it's on there. It's on your phone, so it's a free app. So if you want to watch a lot of good horror movies, a lot of stuff we've done. If you want to follow along during quarantine on a lot of our episodes, a lot of those movies are on there. So check it out, and uh, it's an easy way to keep up with us, and it's a free way to do it as well. And enjoy quarantine by actually watching this shit as we uh, blab over it. So uh, we appreciate your guys' support, and uh, hopefully all staying safe. Now to the film. The last thing we did was Slumber Party Massacre 2 for our wonderful friend Peter of Vader, uh, which the Doctor did a, another awesome interview with him. You can hear it on our last episode. This is actually considered in the same realm of the Slumber Party Massacre trilogy, which I didn't know that. Because um, this is considered... It was marketed as the Massacre Collection, and then this also, of course, had two sequels. <laughs> it does. Holy shit. The glasses, it yeah. does. Uh, this was also produced by Roger Corman and distributed by Concord Pictures, just like Slumber Party Massacre uh, trilogy. So, And this spawned two more sequels, Sorority House Massacre 2 and Sorority House Massacre 3, Hard to Die. And those both came out in 1990, so I guess they just pumped those out. Um, the sequels to these movies are not great, but we'll probably do them at some point. Yeah, I, I like I like you know slasher sequels are always fun. You know, even if they suck, they're still fucking entertaining. I'm a slasher kind of guy, so uh, they they said that uh, the criticism with this movie was that it was too similar to Halloween, um, which I don't see. I'm that. not getting that at all yet, kids. I'm not either. I mean, you know, they weren't a part of a sorority; they were in fucking school, but whatever. Um. But yeah, basically. Okay, honestly, just I'm I'm not trying to interrupt you. Shoot it off the cuff. This makes me think of a Freddy movie so far. 
Yeah, especially those little girls sitting there on the. Am I crazy? It just feels like a Freddy movie. It does. It feels like a dream sequence. Yeah, uh, the neighborhood too looks like Nightmare on Elm Street more yeah, than it does. It totally did. It fucking does, man. I, I mean, not to be a dick. This and feels these... like Freddy should be going one, two, Doctor yeah. what's coming for you, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these little um, these little girls right here definitely give off that vibe and. Um. But yeah, basically, it's uh, Angelo Neal. She's a little girl. Her brother is played by, uh, is it John C. Russell? Which was, I don't know who the fuck that is, but, um, he kills her whole family and attempts to kill her. <laughs> when he is caught, he is committed, and she grows up with a new family. Years later, both go to college where she joins a sorority due to memory blocks. She doesn't remember from the sorority house, so was her childhood house. However, her memory soon starts to return. So it kind of goes from there, but I guess right now she's kind of. Well, that's fucking creepy. Hey, pause yours, pause yours. My TV just fucked up. Shit. <clears throat> Not even joking, it did. Sometimes, sometimes when it is a bachelor lane or something, or it may just be all the people on the internet where I live, and I apologize, uh, Corey uh, and audience, because we'll get these splashes where, like, our modem will drop. Yeah. Like if we'd been on the phone on my other phone, the non-work phone, I would have. Yeah, we would have been fucked. Just give me the time frame. I'm going to do my best to get back there. It's at seven minutes even. Okay, just bear with me. I think I can pull this off. Yeah, and right now we're seeing these weird cherub-like, uh, like girls, but they're you know they're like dolls or something. It's really strange right now. So it's kind of cool. I figured it out. I'm working on it. It's going to take a second because I'm having to do it slow because if I go fast, it's going to fuck it. You're fine. Um, My apologies. What else we can do? The film was given a limited release theatrically in the United States by Concord Pictures in October of 1986. And the film was released on VHS the following year by Warner. Uh, it has been released twice on DVD in the States by New Concord Home Entertainment. Uh, once as a single film edition in 2000 and as a double feature release alongside... Sorority House Massacre 2 and 03. Both releases are currently out of print. On November 4th, the film was released and remastered on Blu-ray through Scorpion Releasing, <clears throat> which is a limited run of 1,200 copies. So if you have one, congratulations. If you don't, you got to hit up that eBay or just... You know. I've got it perfectly paused on three chicks at a dinner table that look like dolls. Yep, that's where I'm at. Seven minutes exactly. Tell me when to hit it. Hit it right now. And we're back, okay, folks. Sorry about that. How about the technical <laughs> difficulties? Yeah. And let me move that remote and everything else the whole way from me so I won't be that again. Somebody can't handle their booze. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, 1988. And I remember renting this from a video store. And I don't think, I don't think I've seen this since. I've never had it on DVD. So this was never like, oh, great, I have to have this on DVD, you know, so. Right. Um, you know, I want to talk a second about some of the turds that Arrow's put out recently. Arrow's put out some complete and utter garbage. Yeah, I don't remember the last good thing they put like out. It's Italian fucking 90s horror movie. It's like... Do you all have nothing better to do? And then, here's my, I don't have a problem with it other than the fact that they're charging 40, 35, 40 bucks for these movies. It's like, really? Yeah. A Colossus 
collector's edition of a movie you've never seen. I don't need a collector's edition of a film I've never seen. <laughs> I'm sorry, and the other's like, oh, I'm going to put movies. No, you don't. What, did you grow up in Italy at a fucking, at a video store that had Betamax and VHS and Laserdisc? No, you didn't. Are you from Italy? No, you, you know you're not. Because I mean, there's literally like these snobby people that I know that collect horror movies and they're just like, oh, oh, I, I remember that movie. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. Don't lie. You know? <laughs> I mean, give me a fucking break. And these are the same people, even though I don't like a lot of like ridiculous blockbuster pop movies, but these are the same people that think they're too good to watch Frozen Part 4 or Return of Them Jedi's 20 or whatever. You know, and, you know, if I don't watch those movies because I just don't want to, but I don't watch it because I think I'm better than the film, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Skinless here coming in at uh, about 11 minutes even on this one, and uh, you see some some boobage there. So uh, if you guys just I tuning in, on my screen. Did I mess up or something? you might have looked away. It was very split second. If they're in the bathroom, she comes in, gets some uh, topless action. Is she wearing a girl in a gross blue dress that looks like a drag queen talking to a chicken? Another blue dress on it. Yeah, if you if you looked away, then you missed it because she came in and out. But there was definitely. I think I probably was. There was a pretty decent uh, rack in there, and. Uh, sure we're at the right place. Yeah, Mr. Skinless has your back on on all your uh, horror nudes. So there you go. <clears throat> Eleven minutes. You got. Okay, that. I got something really funny to tell you. Imagine the main chick's hair on Wilshire fucker. <laughs> I like that one with the uh, the palm tree get up going. Oh, you want to root it? Oh, yeah. Oh, she's got a dress on. Okay, I got you. Yeah, she's got like a... 
you know, crop top and yeah, then shoot I mean, out the dress. I would, I would leave it on like a Japanese bukkake film, that chick with a pearl necklace. Yep. Oh, yeah, and there she you go. she got the doctor's pearl necklace. Anyway. She's got that uh, skunk butt for the for her hair. The 80s skunk yeah, butt. Yeah, really funny. 80s skunk Except butt. Down the water. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you can keep... <laughs> a nightmare on Sorority House Massacre Street. <laughs> that's, that's what this feels like. Yeah, it does. It feels straight up like a... Like, that's the chick with the pearl necklace. Yeah, you yeah. like that one. Sorry, kids. That's easy talk. You know what that is? Anyway, uh, yeah. Well, we it's got... Ruining easy talk of my uh, voice, but... No, it's funny. Um, we can queue up old Chucky here and take you back to... It was North Face before the jacket. Did you oh, see it? Yeah, it's right here, North Face. Now this bitch is going crazy, trying to get out of here. Ooh, I like the one. I like that chick with the pink on. She's nice. There you go. She's like, she's like Corey. He's actually Corey's really crazy. He's actually not a Teddy Ruxman like Scott says. He's really, he's really, he's really angry all the time. He's in, Scott. He's in room twenty six. The guy, the fucking, that doctor guy she was talking to. Oh. Just like, he's, he's really angry all the time. But we'll, we'll, we'll take you back to 86, we'll cue up old Chuck here, and we'll, uh, get you to alter the future with us. Altering the future! So if you guys know, you've heard this a billion times, uh, we always go over it, though, Altering the Future. Whatever film we're doing, we'll take you back to the time when it came out, and we will cover the music and movies that came out around that time. And uh, usually now, we'll just do little tidbits. We've done 86 a billion times, but we're going to do it again, so suck our dicks. Um, I'll just run through these super fast, and usually I save the horror for last. I'm just going to do all the really good ones on here. Uh, this is one I watched two days ago. I watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Fucking love it. Uh, Top Gun. Everyone shits on it. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. It's one of the best summer movies ever made. It's one of the best Tom Cruise movies ever made. So good. Can't wait for the new one. Top Gun is like top tier of films, period. So suck it. Uh, Platoon. Uh, Stand By Me. Big Trouble in Little China, which is way better than The Thing. It's actually probably the best, one of the best John Carpenter movies ever. Not The Thing. Thank you. Good night. Uh, Pretty in Pink, Crocodile Dundee, The Color of Money, Labyrinth, overrated, but still, I, I kind of... The Color of Money is one of my favorite movies ever made. It's a great movie, and another Tom Cruise fucking goodness right there. Uh, yeah, Labyrinth, overrated, but I still like it. I have a soft spot for it. I don't know why. I, I just like it. It's good. Uh, it's because you, you dance, Corey, dance, <laughs> dance, Corey, dance. You want David Bowie to fuck you outfit. <laughs> No, no, I don't. I mean, if he at the time he'd be like, "You want me to give you AIDS?" He'd be like, oh. Take my ding dong in your mouth. <laughs> this one's for old Doctor West. Uh, Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. And we got Hoosiers. Great Mouse Detective, one of the best Walt Disney movies ever. If you got the Disney, if you got the Disney Plus, you need to go ahead and watch the Great Mouse Detective because it's fucking bitching. Um. Karate Kid Part 2, why not? We got uh, Manhunter, we talked about that the last episode. Um, Transformers the movie, shout out to uh, Ross and Matt. Uh, Man, so good. 
One of those, this is a Scott special right here, back to school. Who the hell is Scott? Sorry, Dr. West. I'll have to edit that. <clears throat> you do it all the time. You, you're like, Scott likes that. I'm like, who's Scott? No, I know. I don't know who the hell that is. Let's just keep going. We're good. Whatever. Back to school. Short circuit. Little Shop of Horrors. Everyone craps Short on it. Is it is horrible. It is horrible. Terrible movie. It's pretty bad. I liked it when I was like five, and I haven't watched it since, but I used to yeah, watch it. Yeah, kids, man, it is. You should like it when you were five. It's kids. I couldn't watch it now, though. I'd just be like, this is gay. Uh, no, it's bad. Little Shop of Horrors. Everyone shits on that, but I love it because I like Rick Moranis, so uh, whatever. No, it's a, good, it's a good movie. It is. Flight of the Navigator. Uh, Howard, the, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck is a weird movie. I don't know if I like it or not. It, just, it is what it is. It's very weird. And then it's like, oh, it's also a comic book movie. Oh, it's also George Lucas. It's like, can you stop? This is really fucking weird. Uh, Raw Deal, Arnold Schwarzenegger, which just got put out on Great. on 4K, and it's actually at Walmart for like nine bucks. So if you want it, fucking... Can you put that on 4K? It's at Walmart for like nine bucks. <laughs> Raw Deal. On 4K? Yeah. Weird. It is weird. Uh, the Money Pit with uh, Tom Hanks, Shelley Long. Got police. So long, I used to masturbate too. This is so weird. But anyway. Because I wanted to fuck her on Cheers. Okay, that makes more sense. Uh, police Academy 3. You got an American Tale. Um, what else? Uh, the Golden Child. Great movie. It is. Uh, Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Got One Crazy Summer. That's a good movie. John Cusack to me one more. One Crazy Summer's a great movie. Savage Steve Holland. It's good shit. Yep. Uh, let's see. Three Amigos. Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, Martin Short. One of the best comedies That's ever made. Movie. It is. It's really yeah, good. Funny. Uh, let's see if I'm not forgetting anything in that category. Yeah. Get into the horror here, folks. Well, no. We'll do one more. Uh... That's what I was forgetting. Blue Velvet. It's amazing. <clears throat> uh, yeah. uh, let's see. Horror movies are stacked. We've done a ton of these on here, but we'll just go through them. We got Critters. We got Friday the 13th Part 6. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Part 2. And we got... Is Part 6 still your favorite? You know, as I get older, I mean, I really do like that movie. It's 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 the probably one of the cheesiest ones, but I love it. I'd have to... I don't know. Now that I'm... I've got the, I've got I've seen it so many times. I, I honestly like five a lot, you know, a lot more than that one. I know you like five a lot. Five is always been a worthy one for you, but I, I don't know. There's something about six that it's like it's great, and I used to absolutely love it. And now when I watch it, I'm just like smoking. I don't know. I kind of like uh, uh, takes Manhattan more now, too. You know. Dude, that movie is so criminally underrated. It is. It's raunchy as fuck. It's like the nastiest looking Jason of all of them. It's anyway. so good. It is. Like if I, mean, I my go tos, my go tos are part. This is weird. They're part eight, part two, and part one. I don't know why. Like yeah. Like I'm just like I still my oh, and, there, and then four. Yeah. But I've seen four. I mean, four is my favorite period, but like for some reason. Some of those others, they just, I don't know, they just feel good. And, they, and like, uh, seven, Seven's way too butchered for it to be good because it, it, it was so good, like, before they really, like, just butchered it. And if they made it the way it was intended to be made, it would have been the best one. But it's just, it, it's just so cut, it's bad. Um, I 100% agree with that. 
But yeah, yeah, part six is still good, but you know, there's there's better ones. I'm I'm more partial now, more to five than I used to be, and eight for sure. Eight's kinda trumped uh six for me in the last few years. Uh but yeah, Texas two, maximum overdrive. Um uh, April Fool's Day. We got Aliens, got the Hitcher. See Thomas Howell's my shit. Um we got the Wraith. We got Here's some of the ones we've done. Night of the Creeps, From Beyond. Shout out to our friend Ken Foray. We love you. Uh, Chopping Mall. We got Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Got Deadly Friend. Poltergeist 2, which we've done. That's a criminally underrated Wes Craven movie. It is. It's awesome. You got that scene where you fucking... That chick chucks the basketball and like explodes that old lady's face. That part's fucking awesome. It's a great movie. Uh, it's good shit. It I know is. A lot of people don't like it because they suck. Uh, Psycho three, which we've done three, haven't we? Psycho three, or did we do Psycho two? I'm pretty I sure. I know we did two. <clears throat> I want to say we did three. I think we did three. Anyway, uh, Troll. We got Slaughter High, Demons two, Terror Vision. Terror. I didn't know what plot came out in '86. <laughs> La Plante. That's crazy. I had no idea that Laplante came out in 86. <laughs> I, figured he, I figured he was hashed in like 2006 with his mentality. Right. Well, who knows? Or LaDouche. Yeah, LaDouche. Uh, Terror Vision, Invaders from Mars, Witchboard, which is criminally underrated. Uh, Rawhead Rex, <laughs> shout out to Clive Barker. Uh, Dead Time Stories, uh, Class of Newcomb High. I love that movie. Yeah, it's good. And we got Vamp. Not the second remake. That remake was awful. Never seen it. Um, yeah, don't. Vamp, Neon Maniacs, Gothic. Vamp is awesome. It has Robert Russell in it. It's awesome. Now, Gothic. Uh, let's see. I love Gothic. I have that. This is good. Anything else notable? Movies? Dead End Drive-In? Uh... Body Count. I mean, there's one you haven't said that is my favorite movie of that year, but... Um... I haven't gone through it. Trick or Treat? Yeah, Trick or Treat. That's 86? Yes, sir. Hmm. I didn't think it was 86. It is. Let's see. I saw that bitch at the theater. See if there's anything else. I guess Trick or Treat. We'll leave it at that. There you go. It's good stuff. It is. It's a great year. It's sexy, and it's awesome. It's a great year. Yeah, Trick or Treat was totally 86. Uh, And shout out to the Boys and Goat Horror. That's who we gave that movie to. So you watch that weird German Blu-ray you had. I have it. It is weird, and it is kind of strange. I forget what that companies called they're called like massacre media or something like that and they put out these really cool media books they're called massacre video or something like that because i i think i have one of their media books and it's from i think it's the dentist i got and i've never opened it and i also have a dr giggles blu-ray they did and it's got a lenticular cover they're a really good company and their boots are actually pretty decent you know they're not the greatest cuts like that trick or treat one was pretty pretty bad looking but you know, it has like a million languages on it, and uh, it's it's pretty cool. You know, they it's. Can I tell you what I'm gonna splurge on when I get some more dough? What's that? 
Well, I'm paying off some legal stuff, kids, but you know what I'm treating myself to? That fucking gigantic part of Jason from NECA, because they've still got it in stock. Oh, yeah. I, I think I need that, don't you? I you just do. need that giant-ass Jason. You do need it. Fucking Ted, it's amazing. But yeah, it's weird. Nobody, I always forget about that. That's a classic from 86, man. Uh, Deadly Friends, underrated movie. I saw it at the theater, and Trigger Treat is so good. And of course, Aliens. God, I love that you mentioned that. It's such a good movie. It is. Aliens is awesome. You know, a lot of people don't like the sequel. I love Ripley in that movie more than I do the first one. Oh, she's so cool in it. And, you know, you, you can't knock on Michael Bean and, and Bill Paxton. I mean, they're so great in that movie. And, you know, again, a lot more iconic and better than The Thing. Just saying. If you want to do an alien movie and with quotations and all that, you know, I'll take games over, man, over you gotta be kidding me any fucking day of the goddamn week. So, there's that. Okay, you ready? Ready. You ready for some albums? Music, 1986, covered by Dr. Vincent West. So, uh, Racer X, which was, uh, Paul Gilbert, who eventually ended up in Mr. Big, it was his, actually, like, amazing guitar player. Really awesome band that he had with Scott Travis from Judas Priest fame before that. Album Street Lethal, their debut album, it's really good. Is it cheesy? Yeah. Is it amazing? Yes. Just um, like this movie. Sam Payne, November Coming Fire. Love it. Amazing. Love it. Amazing. Love you, Yuri Vaughn. Shout out to you. This is a weird one, but i got to throw this out there because I saw this tour and I still listen to this record, and it was the soundtrack to the movie Hot Rod. I love Europe, The Final Countdown. What a great album. It's good. It's good um, shit. It's essential music, for sure. It is. Good uh, arena uh, rock uh, stuff. What's that? It's good arena rock stuff. Just good stuff. Yeah. Personal, um, Mic drop. yeah. Personal joke between me and you, also, but it's it's an album you turn me on to. Um, uh, it's, it is a really good record, though. Yeah, no, it's it fantastic. Has a good meetings where it probably doesn't right. turn on to a great hot rock and good time for Corey, but it's still an amazing <laughs> record. Fantastic. Um, Corey's favorite Alice Cooper record, Constrictor. Damn right, and that goes that coincides with Friday Part Six, which is one of the only reasons I still really like that movie is because. The songs in that by him are fucking awesome. So, you know, Teenage Frankenstein, Man Behind the Mask, good stuff. And have it on vinyl, unopened. Continue. Okay, here we go. And we're all over the place, you know, I'm Phantasm because I listen to music. <laughs> my favorite album from my favorite hair band, Rass, Dancing Undercover. God, it's, it's amazing. Good. It's a good, oh man, it's good. Uh, Eye Against Eye from Bad Brains. Love them. Uh, Eat and Small from David Lee Roth. It's fantastic. Love his solo shit. Um, let's see here. Uh, Mechanical Resonance from Tesla. It's their debut album. 
this wouldn't be our podcast if we didn't mention Trick or Treat soundtrack from Fastway. Oh, yeah. Uh, 5150 from Van Halen. To Hell Great. the Devil from Striper. Good shit. Uh, Crimson Glory's debut album. Looks like they had El Chief Wooden Head on the, sorry, on the, on the video for a minute. It looked like Old Chief Wooden it looked like Old Chief Woodenhead on the on the movie first. Yeah, it does. I see oh, it. Look, there it is. Yeah. Uh, inside the Electric Circus from Wasp, underrated album. I love it. Favorite one uh, they did. Cat dragged in from Poison. Love it. Corey's favorite Judas Priest album. He thinks I don't know this. It's Turbo. Sure, um, fucking is. Let's see here. True is Steel from Warlock. Thank you, Miss Doro Pesh. Love her. The best album that Cinderella ever did. Yeah, they're a hair band, but they did a really good album in '86 called Night Songs. Yep. Uh, Let's see, uh, Seventh Star, underrated Black Sabbath album. Rabbit. It is good. Uh, Let's see here. Trilogy from Yngwie Malmsteen. Eternal Devastation from Destruction. Woo! Ozzy Osbourne, my favorite Ozzy Osbourne record, Corey's favorite Ozzy Osbourne record. No offense to the other folks out there, but it is Ultimate Sin is our favorite Ozzy Osbourne album. Damn right. Uh, An underrated classic. Power metal, progressive metal. It gets no credit. Queen's Rock's Rage for Order. Oh, yeah. One of the best Queen's Rock albums ever made. It was the first one I ever heard. Yeah. Arabic Visions from Sepultura. Woo. Uh, Epicus Doom Crofcus from Candlemass. Love them. Uh, now we're getting into the greatest hits here. Master Puppets, you got to mention it. Yeah. Peace Souls of Who's Vine, it's fantastic. Rain and Blood's classic. Somewhere in Time, it's amazing. Uh, from Iron Maiden uh, King Diamond Fatal Portrait Awaken the Guardian from Fate's Warning Pleasure to Kill from Creator uh, Doomsday for the Deceiver from Flotsam and Jetsam and God right here in a row three amazing classics however I'm going to have to come back to them because I missed some other stuff Rawr from Blue Rod for Dr. Raw Sewage <laughs> I personally am not a fan but that's for you Dr. Raw Sewage <laughs> and here's something else for Dr. Raw Sewage Slippery When Wet from Bon Jovi <laughs> um, let's see here yeah I'll get, I'll get killed for that anyway um, give me just a second I, I skipped over a couple things here just bear with me kids ah beyond the gates from possessed shout out to my buddy Jeff damn right underrated and I'm not paying for meet and greet thank you okay. <laughs> um now, we're getting into the meat and potatoes here, kids. Uh, one of the best albums, in my opinion, ever made. Call it punk, call it crossover, call it whatever you want. I'm getting down to my top four or five albums of this year that I have on this list. If there's things I missed, I'm not perfect, kids. I'd be my best. But here's one of my favorites. Love this band. Want some of these guys on our podcast. We almost had it happen. We got fucked over with some label confusion on this. I'm not sure what the hell happened. So this is me because this vocalist was supposed to be on this podcast like four years ago. Um, anyway, Age of Quarrel from Cro-Mags. Hell yeah. Good stuff. Love it. So good. So good. Even though I like Best Wishes better, but Age of Quarrel is fantastic. It is good. We were supposed to have had John Joseph on. Is he we were supposed to have? I don't know what happened. He had a band called Blood Clot or Punk Clot or something like that, and we <laughs> never got to have him on. We got fucked on it. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it happens with us. It wasn't our fault. It wasn't on us. It was on the label, but we got butt fucked on that. <laughs> um, yeah. And now, my top three albums of 1986. 
in a row. Do it. The Dark from Metal Church. Oh. So good. Oh. So good. So good. Saw that tour. God, it's open for Dio. That's amazing. <clears throat> on that tour. And I want to mention a Dio record that's very important to me, and that's Sacred Heart. And Sacred Heart was released in 85 in the States, but it was actually released in 86 in Europe with like an EP with it. So I want to kind of give that an honorable mention here. Um, that's my. Anyway, Metal Church the Dark. That's my second favorite Dio album. Yeah, I know, I know you loved it. Metal Church the Dark is so good. It, it's amazing. Um, my number two best album of 1986. Number three was Metal Church the Dark. Number two, oh, what a classic this is. And hopefully they're coming on our podcast with a release of their new record. And that would be Darkness Descends from Dark Angel. Yep, I knew that was one. And then my favorite album of 1986. I already know this. And this is not easy to do, but I'm doing it. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen. Motorhead, Orgasmatron. Of course. My favorite Motorhead album. Love it. It's Max Cavallero's favorite Motorhead album. Yeah. It's good shit, man. It's it's great. That's why they covered Orgasmatron and Arise. Yeah, that cover, the cover that supports so Rubez. So there. Oh, my God. The cover is so... I really got you. Die. Nasty. <laughs> yeah, Nasty. It's, it's great. It's such an anthem of a song and it's a perfect like uh I've always wanted to do uh, I've always wanted to do a movie like I've, I've always wanted to do a movie where the beginning of it you know you let it go on for a minute and it's like an action movie but it starts out in a strip club when the credits come on you see some chick like dancing it starts playing Orgasmatron that's like the opening credits like song it would just be a badass way to start out a movie. Like, strip club, action you know, movie, orgasmatron. That's still my favorite Megadeth record. I don't care what anybody says. That's the best album. Yeah, and I'll, I'll defend that one to the end of time. Because, you know, is Rust in Peace great? Yeah, it is. But, it's for me... It is not. so much better. For me, it's too clean. And it's too much of a guitar player record than it is, like, a thrash record. You know? It's too clean. It's like... um. It's like, you know, it's like with Pantera. Yeah, I mean, mine. I, 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 I know, Countdown. Yours, you know what, honestly, man, yours is just weird. Countdown to Extinction is my favorite. It's weird. That's but it's weird. the first It's the first album I ever heard by them, so I stick with it. Yeah, 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 I get it, but it's, it, it shows the parallel between what you hear. Because I'm telling you, the first one I heard was 27, it's still my favorite. You know what, my other. Well, that's why mine's still my favorite. You know, that's the first one I heard, so. But. I, these are my ones and they're weird for Megadeth I go uh, uh, Countdown Peace Cells and Euthanasia those are my three favorite Megadeth Euthanasia is great that's a criminally underrated record it's so good. Says it's good I've actually turned people on to it recently because like oh no I just never really listened to Euthanasia I was like well you're a fucking idiot go listen to it right now it's free on everywhere just go listen to it and they're like dude you're right this album's good I was like I know everyone skipped over it for no fucking reason <laughs> Everyone skips over it for no reason. Like the 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 the, the, the title track to that album, Euthanasia, has one of the best guitar solos Dave ever did on it. Dude, that album is, is it, the whole record's good. And I know they have the, a Toot Lamont thing, but like you know, I, I actually, you know that song's good for what it is. It, it it's catchy. Is good. It, it is good. I don't have a problem with that record. I love it. I it's love great. It's great. Good. Yeah, underrated. 
The thing is that they were still addicted to chaos, chaos, anyway. But, uh, That's my yeah, I, that one. I, I like, that, I'll always like Peace Cells because Peace Cells, it's, it's raw, it's a real thrash record. Rust in Peace is just way too. I thought you, I thought you liked, I could, maybe it's not you, maybe it's someone else that I know, but I could have sworn that you liked, and I hate this record, but I, I, a lot of people like So Far So Good So What, I hate that album. It sounds like shit, I hate that album. I like I, like it. I like I, killing us. No, I don't like it. I've, I, I like uh, killing is my business. That album's the shit. But I don't like. Uh, no, I've never been really that much of a fan of so far. So good. I like hook and mouth as a song, but I like the live version because I just that album just doesn't sound good to me. I don't know, man. I just I, I don't like. You have a deal with that lineup, don't you? That drummer. And that uh, lead guitar player, uh, Dave caught DP and his girlfriend. Makes sense. <clears throat> no, I mean, I'm talking one person, one ass. Like, they were literally doing an 80s DP on it. He walked in on it. Here we go. We got we got some slash action going on. And it was all a dream, motherfucker. It, it's, <laughs> I need to actually, do, we need to do a spoof for that called So Far, So Good, So Stuffed. <laughs> But can people, I mean, people agree that it's like it's it's <laughs> people agree that it's like just too clean sounding like I know people are high on that album and they always have been but it's like Dude, I don't know. I don't like that record, it's just I clean I think the songs are great but it sounds too clean and it, it's like it. it's too like much it, it's too much guitar yeah, stuff. That album sounds like a trebly mess. Yeah. It came out the same day as the worst Slayer album ever made, and yes, that season in the abyss. What a fucking turd. <laughs> I fucking hate that record, man. I've never liked it. <laughs> it's stupid. It's another thing. Those both of those thrash bands kind of got like commercial success with those albums, and. Um, Dude, that album just sucks. It's just fucking expanded over you. Thing, yeah. I'm fucking getting married. It's like you're retired at ninety. It's like, come on. Nineteen ninety, I'll be stuck in the towel. But yeah, I can't deal with the fucking. Minute, 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 minute. I can't deal with it. I, don't, I hate that fucking rusty piece. And, and meanwhile, you know. Listen, true story. Everybody I know, every asshole I know in Florida went and watched that fucking concert. Fucking, I am crack and fucking. And Fryer and fucking Megadeth, Motown, and Rush, Tony, Sideways, Rush. Oh, I was you know there. What I was doing? Watching the fucking Exorcist. I was there. Because I kick ass. But I'm glad, I'm glad that I went. Yeah, but you were in Florida with me. I'm talking about people that I didn't afford it. But anyway, right. I was in Florida. <laughs> and everybody's at that fucking sheet concert. <laughs> and I, and I'm a, I literally wouldn't watch The Exorcist. My friend's like, what are you doing that's better? It's like I'm watching The Exorcist. <laughs> I'm watching Father Karras. Really? No, I just, it's not my thing. Fresh, I, you know, if people haven't listened to this podcast ever, I've been out of listening to Thrash music since 1990. I'm just not a fan. Yeah. You know, I'm just not. You know, just like I wasn't a fan of, I wasn't a fan of any of that shit. <laughs> you know, I was listening to fucking Nevermore and fucking, you know, 
clean drug. I was still listening to stuff like that and Fates Warning and shit like that, but I was also listening to fucking, you know, Malaya Rage, and I was listening to like bands that were doing other shit, and I was listening to fucking Death Metal, I was listening to fucking Campbell Corpse and fucking Deicide and fucking Morbid Angel and fucking Marvel Creation and fucking Obituary. I was, that's what I was into. Like, I wasn't into all of the crap, you know, and it's just, that, 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 that time period and just to tell you where the music industry was on the Rest in Peace tour this is and this isn't a shot at this band but I mean they had Addison Chains opening for them so it's like yeah you know like that's a very commercial record yeah you know and there are oh, yeah. people that would argue that Countdown to Extinction is more commercial I actually disagree with that because Rest in Peace is such a show-off guitar record so yeah. look what I can do on my guitar I just don't want to listen to it it's just yeah, at least, you, you know, know, Countdown had a lot more, like, melodic yeah, things about it. song structures. And, and, and Countdown also sets up, I think, Euthanasia perfectly. It's it a does. great sequel to Countdown. Yeah. Whereas, like I said, I just, and I, I've heard the worst song on that record. I can't deal with that. Are you waiting on the fucking bush? I can't deal with that. That song sucks. It's just a bunch of solos. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and I'm going to bring this up right now. Hammer used to fucking get shit-hammered. <laughs> this guy named Hammer that we know. And he would get shit-hammered and put that stupid album on him. Like, will you turn this off? Turn be like, you to you to if I listen to this, dude, I don't want to hear this shitty album again. Be like, dude, everybody likes that fucking. Dude, album. guess what? I, now, I know you don't like. I know you don't like Rust in Peace or Hangar 18, but here's our enemy playing Hangar 18 off Rust in Peace. Dude, now here was the worst. Man, I'm sorry, but I can't listen to this shitty album again. I'll be I'll be honest with you. I can go the rest of my life without ever hearing Holy Wars ever again. I just I hate that song. It's been played to death. It's like no thanks. I'll take. Can you go without hearing the season of the Abyss album? Yes, I've heard that to death too. And I they when I grew up when I was really little, that was my favorite Slayer album growing up besides Rain and Blood, but. I was just getting into all that stuff. That's first one, another one. That's first album I heard by Slayer. Not my favorite now. I really like like Haunting the Chapel. That album's the shit. And my favorite now, and it would bury seasons. Uh, South of Heaven's my favorite by far, hands down. I like Diablos. I like I like Diablos and Musica more than I like uh, Seasons in the Abyss. Actually, I can just sum mine up for you. If it's on Metal Blade, I like it. If it's not on Metal Blade, I can't do it. Yeah, I agree with that. The, the only, the only, the only album I have bad memories associated with South of Heaven. It is a good album, but I, I can't listen to it. Rain and Blood is really good too, but I can't listen to any more bad memories. So Halloween. Now all, all the all the Metal Blade stuff is great. Yeah, Hello Waits is good. Shadow Mercy is fantastic. Uh, Shana, I love all that shit. Though, yeah, it's great. The Lightning Dead thing, all that shit's so good. I'd have to say Seasons has become my favorite. Then I would go Shadow Mercy, 
Then Rain and Blood, then Hell Awaits. For Can me. you tell me this is your favorite album? No, it was when I was little, because that's the first album oh. I heard. No, I'm saying right now, like in the last few years, I would go in order. It would be uh, South of Heaven, and then Shrona Mercy, and then um, Rain and Blood, and then Hell Awaits. So for me, it's, it's just the Metal Blade shit. I yeah. can't listen to anything unless it's the Metal Blade stuff. I cannot listen to it. Um, that fucking Christ Illusion record is one of the biggest pieces of garbage I've ever listened to <laughs> in my life. It's pretty bad. Um, it's just awful. It's just an awful album. I like God Hates um, Us All. That album's good. So I never asked that one either. And I, I know, you know, Hammer was real crazy about that. He's like, man, put that in. It's like, I don't no, like I don't that Disciple that. song because, again, it was overplayed. It was too much. Or Bloodline, you know, the, se- the the singles. But all the rest of it was really good. Like, it was, to me, that... I'm not saying it's bad. It's just, it's a bad year for me. It's just one of those things where it's like, I can't do it. Yeah, if it's associated with a year specifically, that sucks, but... Well, anything, I'm going to be honest with you, anything early 2000s, I don't listen to anything from that time frame, from anybody. I just, that's a bad era for me in my life, and it just is a bad time period. You know, it's just like, like I was somewhere, and they're like, man, put on Kiss Safety Circus. I'm like, no thanks. (laughs) Damn, dude got this. It's like, this album is a fucking turd. It's just, I I never liked it, you know? (laughs) And I, I think that all goes with association with stuff like Kiss Revenge. I hate that fucking album. Everybody loves that record. I hate that album. I do like it. I'm horny. I can't deal with that. <laughs> I'm horny. Like for me, you know, and then I've gotten off on a tangent, and I apologize, but Crazy Nights Backwards. I love that band. Me too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I do like Revenge. I like well, I like Hot in the Shade more than I do Revenge. I do too. I, I like the all shade, their. I, don't, I like all that stuff better than that. But I don't like Revenge. I can't do Revenge because you have to also realize, though, you heard Revenge in a different time period than I heard it. Yeah, I know that. It's like we're a grunge band. It's like no, this doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm even incarnate return with Pearl Jam I'm gonna get you it's like no Gene I'm not buying it yeah you know and that fucking piece of shit acoustic record and then that fucking album that was never supposed to come out that dragonfly or whatever that was a fucking turd <laughs> what whatever that fucking turd album this douchebag I was friends with me listened to a thousand times that stupid album that was never supposed to be released it's a straight up grunge album Oh, God. I know you know what I'm talking about. I can't think of the name of that fucking turd. It's a grunge album? I'm standing on the front of it. Huh? Oh, um... It's not a carnival of souls. stinker. Come on, drop this bomb on this podcast. Let's hear that stinking turd album's name. I don't even... I don't even know if I've heard it. What is it? Um, um, um... I don't remember. Yeah, it is. It is. It's Carnivals of Souls, right? Or is that the... That album is a fucking turd. Never heard it. It's it, it's grunge. And I'm a, and I'm you know Kiss is my favorite band. I've never I've never listened to that record on purpose. So I was it's, like, it's awful. It's, and my friend, I love Kiss. I, I love the band, but I but I'm specific about certain areas of stuff. Yeah. Like, like I, I 
I'll get into a fist fight. People trying to tell me. I remember reading an interview once with fucking Rob Zombie saying that fucking Alive Two is better than Alive One. He's out of his fucking mind. Dude, Alive One special to me because that's the first. Dude, Alive yeah. Two fucking sucks. That album sounds, sounds like, like shit. It does sound like shit. It, the, Alive One is so. Hey, I'd rather listen to Alive Three and I fucking miss the goddamn uh, fucking. That tour of that fucking grunge album, and I still, but it's still better than that. You know where the first one, you know, Alive was recorded? Oh, I know where it was recorded. Nassau Coliseum, baby. That's where I went. That was my old stomping grounds. Here's my whole thing, though. I'm getting way off subject. Alive 2 sounds like shit. Megadeth needs to stop putting out albums, is all I'm saying. They really <laughs> do. They need to just stop. I watched, uh, I don't know, it was like one of their concerts they did last year. You know, Dave's got that fucking beard and shit, and it—he just can't sing anymore, man. It's really sad, you know. And it's like, why? I'm not paying to see like the like. I just don't. I don't want to see that. I saw, you know, I'm fortunate to have seen him the few times I have, where they were still pretty damn good and different lineups here and there. And you know, even though Slayer played seasons all the way through, I still saw them with the original lineup, so that was awesome. I got the chance to see that. But it's like, I didn't want to see them when they were, like, 90, you know, with Santa Beards. Like, I, that's weird. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that for bands I listen to now. And see them. Ironically, for this episode, it's actually apropos. Testament is still a relevant band, you know, and they still put out good records. And Yeah, Testament know, looks that. great, and they've been through a lot of shit, and they're still... Good for them, man. Those guys put out... They're not trying know, hard, and... and, and, and and bless Chuck for fucking getting through all the shit he's been through and still yeah, screaming and fucking doing his thing and, you know, fucking... But it's, you know, it's but awesome. there, there are some of this stuff is just, it's just, you know, I mean... When I was growing up, I remember seeing, like, 38 Special when I was a kid, and I was like, God, these guys look rough. And that's, that's what Megadeth looks like now. They look like 38 Special in the 80s. <laughs> they do, they're just like, they're just like, they're just like you know, don't you back where you belong, but I thought just like, <laughs> Peace is better than mine. It just doesn't work. Here comes you know, the mega death. One, two, three. And, and, and it, but it's the, but it's the same. Bad company, it's the but. Same, it's the same reason that I won't be see fucking Judas Priest, and I love Judas Priest, but I will not go see Rockin' into the Night, Breaking the Law into the Night. I'm not going to go see that. Yeah. I'm not going to go see what was a great band. You oh, know? shit. They're getting, this bitch is getting stabbed in the teepee right now. They have a, they're having a TP party. People waste their money on a lot of crap, and I just I just don't understand it. I don't know. For me, my money's going to go to something solid. I don't listen to just like regular music, like uh, you know. And I I would never spend money on any new record from a band that I listened to in the fucking you know seventies or eighties because it's going to be a fucking turd. You know, even, <laughs> even Iron Maiden and Iron Maiden still has it live, but their newer records are not relevant. They're fucking crap. Yeah, you know, I had I had this asshole recently comment saying that Vader was tired. You know, you know what's tired? Iron Maiden's albums are tired. Yeah. You know what else is tired? Metallica records are tired. Megadeth albums are tired. Lamb of God records are tired. Don't tell me Vader's tired, motherfucker. Yeah, get off get off our fucking page because you don't know shit about fucking death metal if you think they're tired. You know what else is tired? Demon is tired. A man of mouth is tired. I can sit here all night long naming off bands that I think are tired. Yeah. But Vader is not one of them. Sorry. Next, you know. Testament's not tired. Next, Testament next, put next, out a next, fucking next. fantastic record, you know? Well, 
you know, and it, and like I said, and that's because that contestant, that new record, uh, some through it, it's, it's, you know, it sounds like them and it sounds raunchy and it's, it's, you know, they're still doing their thing. It's great. But there's a lot of bands in a lot of genres that are just fucking tired. It's like, you need to fucking hang it up. Like you really need to seriously just pack it in. Cause yeah. it's just, it's just bad. And I'm tired of trying people to like, oh, have you heard that? No, I don't want to fucking listen to that. It's fucking garbage. <laughs> you know? Well, the stuff I listen to, even the stuff I listen to that's not death metal, like Aaron Landy, he's great. He still puts out good shit. Yeah. And I, I love the guy, you know? He fucking rockstarred me when I tried to get him on a form or one of our podcasts, but whatever, you know? But that's fine. I still love him. He's still relevant to me, you know? But I, I think people use that word, oh, this is tired. No. Whenever it's tired, cradle of filth is tired. <laughs> Dylan Berger is tired. I mean, I can sit here all night long talking about what I think is tired. Yeah. You know? Uh, anything that dude from Immortals doing that fucking... Oh, what's Abbott fuck? That, God, yeah, that's tired, buddy. That's some tired records. Yeah. You know? It's garbage. You know? You and Mayhem, it's great. It's completely and totally relevant. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff, man. I, you know, and I'm, I don't, I'm opinionated. I don't, you know, really care to admit that. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff that comes out and everybody just jerks off about it. And it's like, well, the last band that I would, so they're older. I mean, you can't help your age, you know, but Vader, I think, is incredibly relevant still. So. Yeah. You know. And, and especially for death metal. And there's a lot of stuff in death metal that, that, you know, I'm, you know, that I won't mention that it's completely tired, Cannibal Corpse. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, you need to hang it up. Leave it to people like Deicide and fucking, leave it to the professionals. Leave it to people that can still fucking do it. I agree. You know, because you, you, if you're not going to get up there and cut somebody's throat, Broken Hope is still so relevant. God, I can't wait for their new album. They have a new album coming out, supposedly, sometime. So, you know, love that shit, man. Fucking, you know, but tired really you're, you're gonna say that Vader's tired this fucking what a troll it's like <laughs> whatever man go fucking smoke pot in your fucking jungle rot hoodie and tell me what's tired <laughs> fucking idiot it's fucking stupid you know go, yeah. go, go, go jerk off in your fucking Carnifex hoodie and fucking tell me that Vader's tired mm. fucking moron yeah it's uh it's pathetic is what it is and it's just it's just somebody stupid ass pain this still looks like not my own street to me sorry I keep getting away from the film but also I've had a lot know. of stabbings going on and uh no, I mean, and, 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 and I want to celebrate and say that, that that's why I think that New Testament record is a great release because it's they're still incredibly relevant those guys take what they do very seriously and it's good shit they still have a lot of passion behind what they do and you can hear it on the album it's and I any band that still does it but there's a lot of bands man I tell you that <laughs> People, it just cracks me up. You, you want to hear, you want to hear a band, and you like, we do want them on the podcast, but you don't hear a band that I think's tired. Who? Dude, just tell me that Vader's tired. Vader is so good live. You know who's tired? Carcass is tired. Yeah. It just is, man. I mean, I saw them a couple times on that record that they toured for seven years, and it's like, they're just tired. That's what this is. Yeah. You know, Cannibal Corpse is tired. You know, it's just trying to tell me that that's tired. No, buddy, you 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 need to really research what you fucking listen to. Yeah. You know, because to me, if there's no inspiration to it, and you have no fire behind your live show either. It's just like whatever. 
you know. Maybe they need to take some tips. The death metal bands need to take some tips from suffocation because those guys, those guys still fucking throw down live and they're still amazing. And yeah. you know, Frank could retire for twenty years and come back in a wheelchair and be better than Ethan Cannibal's done in the past twenty years. <laughs> I agree with that. So whatever, you know, those guys are great, and you know, Inhalation's great. Those guys keep putting out cool records, and you know, and they're amazing. The live, New York scene's yeah. legit, and you know, and. Even though, like, the other day I noticed Malevolent Creation, they lost their guitar player and lost another member, and he's already replaced them, and Phil keeps that band going, and, you know, that's fucking awesome, man. The guy, you know, it was more of a distance thing, and they said, you know, they just weren't able to do it, so he had to get some new members in the band, and it's fine, he's carrying on, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Crank out another album, do some touring for it, and he tours mainly out of, out of this country because he makes more money, he doesn't, he doesn't make any money when he tours in the U.S., so I, I don't blame him, you know? Yeah. They gotta do what they gotta do, but you know it's. But I don't think anything that he's doing is tired. I would never say that's so mean to say that. You know, there's there's plenty of bands that I don't listen to that I could I would I could go right now and listen to their latest record and be like, yeah, that's tired. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, I could sit here and, and really go off about even more shit. You know. Right. You know, I tell you, a band in my opinion has been tired for fucking since they came out. That's fucking Slipknot. Like, how do you have a career? <laughs> you know? I mean, it's just Beth and Bruce why, why does Corn keep putting albums out it's like that's tired tell me Vader's tired really <laughs> really motherfucker go, sm- go smoke your fucking dope <laughs> fucking waste your fucking life away and stick a fucking gun in your mouth you fucking loser <laughs> it's just stupid it's just you, it's like we were saying last time you have nothing nice to say then you know say, don't, don't say it at all you know it's fucking stupid or is, or is it, and I'll quote fucking uh, a, a movie quote from fucking uh, one of my favorite movies Ford Fairlane you know if you don't have something nice to say make sure I'm out of the goddamn room yeah Wayne Newton let me uh, you know. pull up something here some dipshit said earlier today pissed me off <clears throat> wait on our shit yeah it's like you know if if you if you come on here, you don't get to tell us what to do. And I'm sorry, but last time I checked, it was our you, it was our page. Did you fucking smash him? Yes, I did. Very politely, but I did because I didn't feel like getting into it. But I'm gonna pull up what uh what he said. If I can, stupid internet's. You know, fuck. I think I just lost the doctor. What the hell? Son of a bitch. Gotta redial the doctor. I'm trying to find something here. This fucking troll on Facebook. Ah. Here it is. There we go. Sorry, it went on air. I hit airplane mode on accident. It was like, fuck you, Dr. West. And it just hung you up. So. <laughs> it did. Okay, so this. The thing the guy said made zero sense, which anyone that usually comes on and tries to act like they're. More metal than we are. I'm about to. I got this. I'll, 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 here we go. So, I have been posting these things. I see other people do it all the time uh, during quarantine. It's a fun little activity. I'll put nine records up, nine like records up, and say you only choose three. You can only choose okay. three of the nine. So, on this particular one, I chose to do. Uh, tech death, and I picked you know essential ones, and I tried to make a list 
all these lists I made, I made some different. I made some for some of my other friends, like knew that what they would try to do, and I did it based on what I thought would be the hardest for myself to pick between. Okay, and then that'll allow fans to do it on their own. Um. So we did. I put Necrophagus Onset of Putrefaction. This is all Tech Death. I did. These are ones you have to pick between. You do Necrophagus Onset of Putrefaction. Deeds of Flesh reduced to ashes. Uh, defeated Sanity. Was it Welcome to the? I can never pronounce that name. The. I know which one you're talking about. Welcome to the Moribund or whatever. Uh, Gore guts erosions of sanity. Decrepit birth and time begins. Uh, severed Savior forced to bleed. Uh, Naraxis the thin line between. Uh, Anata the conductor's departure. Or spawn of possessions cabinet. <clears throat> okay, so I put you can only choose three of those, and this asshole said those are those are pretty good. Or what is it? Some of these are good, but you have to add degrade or cannibal corpse to this list. <clears throat> and so I put no. You got to pick from this list. Cannibal cannibal corpse isn't tech death, chief. So. Where do you get off? What's saying was tech death from Cannibal Corpse. That's what I'm saying. Like, why does Cannibal need to be on that list when it's Necrophages, Deeds of Flesh, Defeated Sanity, Gorgrats, Decrepit Birth, like, Anata, Spawn of Possession? Like, where I does. Mean, I consider Deeds of Flesh brutal death metal, but I guess that. I mean, I haven't. That record, I guess, would be considered both. They're considered. I mean, they're basically. I would Decrepit Birth, I and mean, you could sit. I, I consider Decrepit Birth brutal death metal, but a lot of people consider them tech stuff. They're, they're either like, or, like, but. Whichever. They're, it's it's technical I mean, that, that, music. I'm just talking just to talk shop with you because I love you, but, but that. I'm just saying. The point. The point is, is you don't. Number one, you don't get to tell me what to put on a list I already made, and just think. And, and two, where does Cannibal fit on the list of those bands? Nowhere. Absolutely yeah, nowhere. Nowhere. They don't. I was like, they're not a technical death metal band. They're a fucking. They're a death metal band. And nowadays, they're a hot topic band. You know, it's like I don't understand what album of theirs would fit underneath. Yeah, and they've also taken a giant shit on this podcast. Gorguts, Defeated um, Sanity, Decrepit Burr, Spawn of Possession, like, even leaving out Necrophages, like, Cannibal Corpse fits nowhere in there. And he said, you know, this uh, Degrade band should be on there, and I'm like, no. You know what's on there? What I put on there for you to choose between. You don't get to tell me what's left out. There's nothing left out. I made the list based on what I felt like doing. Canadian asshole again. Is that, is that how we have Charles now? Uh, I didn't even see where he's from. Let's, no idea. let's see if it is like a douche. No, it's not him. It's some other fruit. I have no idea. <clears throat> some deep sea diver queer. I have no idea. It doesn't, it doesn't say if he's from goddamn you know, Nope, it's not. But it's like thing, you know that, if anybody has a problem with that too, I am Canadian, so you can suck my fucking dick. I was raised in Florida, <laughs> but I was actually hatched in your your fucking terrifying fucking laboratory. Because yeah. here's the whole thing: we have had more people do this bullshit, re- I, and it's like, man, you know what? I don't know who the fuck. Cannibal Corpse is not a tech death man. First of all, number From two. Saying. But you don't. You number don't. Two, you don't get to do that. You don't get to. He doesn't get to do that anyway. It it's my list. It's my list. There is a couple. There is a couple other ones I, I made, and they weren't. I don't even know if they were on the podcast one or I just made on my own page, my personal page. But people are like, "You left these two out," and I'm like, 
No, I didn't. I made a list that I wanted to make, and you have to choose between those three. You don't make your own fucking list. Oh yeah, you can't because you don't have a podcast. You don't have the intellect to make something fun for other people to do. You're just a fucking retard that sits in your house and masturbates twelve times a day. Next time somebody gets on you about tech stuff, just say pestilence and then do a mic drop. Yeah, and it's like I could have put pestilence on that list if I wanted to, but like I didn't because I just was kind of making a, a list for people to have fun with. You know who gets you know who gets too much credit for technical death metal cynic, and you know who created it as far as I'm concerned, fucking pestilence. Yeah, and gore guts. You know, both of them. For sure. No, no, Gorgas, Gorgas is Canadian. I'm talking about just the American shit. Oh, the yeah. you interviewed at the uh, uh, cattle, cattle show, I consider innovators of it, too. Um, <clears throat> I think where are they? The cats from Florida, atheists. Atheists, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, learn something about this shit before you're going to preach to me. You know, and that's the reason I don't like the Death Human album. I don't ever listen to that record because it's a fucking tech death album. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I just That's the weirdest record I think I've ever listened to in my life. It's a weird album. What album? That's Fears by Pestilence. It's oh, so yeah, it technical. Is. It is. Like, and it's weird. And, you know, the latest release is very technical. Uh, I'm very disappointed when I'm going to get to see that. But anyway, um... <clears throat> I see what your top three is for these. I put this one on the page, too. I don't think anybody was a smart-ass on it. I think everybody was pretty decent about you it. You can ask me anything and I'll answer... Oh yeah, this guy. No, the, the I didn't notice that the same guy put try to put that band. He must be in that band or something. That did degrade band. He put in. He put that underneath here as if that belongs on this list, especially. And then basically put you asked for. He was like leaning towards this, but you asked for three. It's like, do you have a problem with what I do on my own shit, or do you? You know. Will you do me a favor, and I don't want to get to this while we're recording, but will you hit the B button on him, please? Yeah, but here's the three. I want to see what your three would be. Did you hit it? No. Um, Hang on, I'm going to I'm gonna get you in on this first, because you actually like music. So Here's the nine for this genre. It's like old school death metal. Okay. And I'm not, when I do these, I'm not making an essential... It's just But I want to make it hard because it was hard for me to choose. So I want to make it hard for other people because if you just throw a bunch of essential, you know, whatever. Okay. Absolutely. So out of the nine, here we go. You got to pick three. So there's Deicide Legion. There's From Beyond by Massacre. There's Cause of Death by Obituary. There's Millennium by Monstrosity. There's Leprosy by Death. There's Covenant by Morbid Angel. There's Screams of Anguish by Brutality. There's Pray for the Sentencing by Solstice. And there's Retribution by Malevolent Creation. Those are your nine. Malevolent, Death, done. Next. Those are the ones I chose to. And he put Morbid Angel, Obituary, and Deicide. Leaning towards Death, too, but you asked for three. It's like... 
I don't care. Good. And you make then you make one with ten, and then you get to pick Tell four. Him you hit the B button on him. It's like why, you know, I just don't understand how people are that. Give him the B, dude. Give him the B. How people are that thick where they have to fucking try to control what the fuck I do. And well, you don't have a podcast. Yeah. Real sorry, bud. Real sorry, bud. And then you can also throw these two cents at him. Did you see the Asylum Allegiance? Or no, you didn't. You were in your dad's balls, so fuck off. Oh, I didn't know you can do that. You can remove a top fan badge from somebody. I'm going to do that first just to de- you know, degrade him a second. So there you go. Maybe you can see that. <clears throat> so. Tuna's been getting way too cavalier lately. Let me tell you. Wait, wait. Do I, do, it, do I have to do it from the page? Yeah. I don't know how to do that at all. You want me to do it? Yeah. I'll do it right now. Um, no idea. Real quick though, kids. We love you guys, but when people troll us, especially me, you're asking for it. Don't do it. Do not do it. Like a douche. You're going to get flushed. Are you going to get stabbed in the, yeah, in the back? I'm wondering who LaDouche is. LaDouche is someone I had to personally have a little conversation with and then let him know that I was going to take his bong and shove it up his nose and then it's going to come out his rectum. Yeah. So. You're going to get stabbed in the spine like this chick did in her bathrobe, her little kimono bathrobe, jet bathrobe. Let me, give me one sec, and I will get this taken care of for you. But yeah, it it, it pissed me off because, I mean, it didn't really piss me off. I was kind of like, why, you, you know, I don't care that you wanted, that I, I only said three. If you can't, if you're a mongoloid, that's like that can't handle something like picking three out of nine albums and you're like complaining that you have to only pick three it's like look the point of it is to be hard you can leave stuff out you like it doesn't mean you're not an elitist fan because you didn't pick death over brutality or whatever it's like i don't care what i look like if it's albums like like recently i've i've listened to leprosy to death like like uh, no pun intended but like i love that record but I've listened to a lot more of Brutality lately, like Screams of Anguish. So I picked that over. over. <clears throat> and they're underrated as fuck, too. And they're Florida. Like, that that list was Florida death metal, if people didn't notice. So it's like, why are you telling me to put this degrade band on there? They're not Florida death metal. It's like. Well, you know why I would have wanted him? So he doesn't want to go toe to toe with the doctor. Because guess, 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 guess what band the doctor would have put down on the table for him? It's like, if you know so much about death metal, were you friends or did you ever see Diabolic? Yeah, I did. And I almost put them on the list, but I try to make it the same year. Yeah, you're not an idiot. I'm just saying, I'm talking to fucking numb nuts. No, I know. thinks he's such a genius. But I think their first album came out in 93. All that stuff was like around that. Something. Really sad. My guitarist died. I was really good friends with him, and I'm still friends with one of their guitar players, but it's it's sad, man. People are. Yeah. But yeah, I, people are more worried about. And another one would have been, you know, um, disincarnate. And, you know, I could have put them on there, but I didn't because it's my list. I love you, James Murphy. You're the fucking shit. But this wasn't a list to fucking show what I know or what I don't. It's just you pick. You have all these. <clears throat> you have all these albums. Yeah, it's like you don't. I don't need to. It's not a competition for you to choose three albums either. It's like you're literally choosing what you like the most out of the three. Doesn't mean you don't Can like the other ones. <clears throat> But people got to be elitist with, especially when you get to the names like, count, you know, like a uh, morbid the angel. The we're talking about is his name JD. Yes, it is. I guess what he just got. Like Vincent, will you hose him, please? That's what he's getting. Right here, live on Phantasm, guys. You'll hear the first uh, 
the way we do things here. <clears throat> so, but yeah, you don't. I don't. I, I don't care if people's opinions, whatever. But but you do something like that, you're getting you're getting the fucking boot. You know. He, just, got, he, he didn't just get the boot. He just got his comments removed and the boot. I stripped. I stripped him of his little top fans badge. Like you're a top ass, is what you are. So I could care less because it's like you don't you don't go on there and demand things from us because the only thing you're gonna get is the fucking flush, the old toilet bowl flush, 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 toilet bowl flush. That's what you get there, buddy. You wanna be a smartass and you can go troll somebody else's page. I didn't see you make a list. Went back several times and, and tried to stalk your page. I didn't see you make your own list. Why? Because you're too fucking stupid. And you want somebody else to... You need Cannibal Corpse on there. It's like, oh, really? Next to Deeds of Flesh and Defeated Sanity? I don't think so. They don't even come close to that. They're also not going on my Florida Death Metal old school list because they're transplants. They're not. They're from fucking Buffalo. They can go on there with the New York shit. And you know what? I wouldn't put them on that list either. Not anymore. You know who gets on that list? Immolation, suffocation, internal bleeding. I'll even put nuclear assault. That's not even a death metal band. Before I put them on a list of anything, so don't tell me what how to make my lists. You know. Well, the, I, the problem is, is it, this goes back to what we were talking about last night, and I talked about this with Point of Protron too. Is you you've got too many people. It's like I've got an opinion. It's like yeah, and I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, that's not even an opinion. That guy was basically saying. It's he was correcting you is what he was doing. He was being an ass and trying to promote his fucking band. Let's well, let me tell you all something, kid. We don't promote your shitty local band because we don't fucking care about it. Well, it's not even that. It's I'm like... Too old. I'm too fucking old at this point <laughs> to fucking wipe everybody's bed and buy them a Happy Meal and ask them if their fucking sandwich was made right. I don't fucking care. If you don't have something nice to say or something to contribute, and you were trying to do something fun during this quarantine shit, and this guy has to be a fucking horse's ass. Yep. All because he couldn't he couldn't pick between three things because he didn't want somebody to think he didn't want somebody he didn't want somebody to think that like oh what you didn't pick death it's like it's not about that everybody has their own things they would pick there's no there's no reason that look there's no reason to everybody has because he's one of those guys he proved it to me that he has to act like he has those like elite things and it's like look if you don't want to pick a death album over a fucking Deicide album, that's fine. You don't have to. There's three albums, you can pick three. It doesn't mean you hate the other ones. It just means you pick different ones. That's why it's hard. That's why it's fun. I had friends do it on other stuff I made, even on some of those ones, on Instagram, on some of those death metal ones. People were like, fuck, this is hard, but I guess, oh, I really hate that I left a cause of death out because I love it, but, you know, I had to pick this one more. That's what made it fun. But it, it doesn't mean you hate it or you're not... You're not a fan. It just means I made a cool little thing for you guys to do, like a fun little activity. Take you two seconds to pick, well, and it's and fun. To be a dick, I, I picked what I thought was the best three on that list. Give me those all three all day long. Well, that's yeah. your that uh, you know that's what you would pick. But other people are different about what they like, and that's the point of it. Yeah. But you're not supposed to be like you only told me to pick three, but I would have picked death. But you only said three. It's like, yeah, I did only say three. And you know what'd you do? You bowed down and picked three, and you suck my wiener. So, thanks for that. And now you're banned. So suck a dick. Thanks for playing. Thanks for playing. The, the, the people that 
people, you know... Spin the wheel again, motherfucker. Like, I don't even think twice about that. You're like, here it is, and I picked it, and I was done. I didn't exactly. it, and I didn't second-guess it. It's just, right. Like, those are the ones that I... Those are, those are what I prefer off that. Right, so. and that's all it is. It's not like... I pick what I listen to more, not like what's... I'm not going yeah. off of what the best yeah. albums are. In full disclosure, because of the way I was treated by Morbid Angels management... I would never pick them for anything. Now, right. Um, you know, and that's a longer story if you guys want to research But you, you can interpret that list as what's the best. I picked, I made the list, and I think what they're for is more or less, if you could just pick three and only listen to three for the rest of your life, what would they be? And that's it. You know. I'm very fond of the three I picked. Yeah, and they're great. And I, there's not a wrong, that's the funniest part, there's not a wrong answer for any of that. If you if any of it, that's why I yeah, picked. Whatever works for you. Yeah, that's why I picked all great records. If I picked a few turds, like if I put puddle of mud and, and fucking you know corn on there, then you know I'd be like, all right, well you picked that over death. You're a fucking idiot. But they're all great records, all from great years, and they're all for death metal, and they were great. The tech death thing, same thing. They're all classic great records. That's why I put them on there because I like them, and I made it hard for myself to pick between nine of them. You know, three of them from nine. So. It was the fun, and it's supposed to just be fun little thing, not to be corrected on. So you should have put Cannibal on there. It's like no, no, I shouldn't have, and I didn't, and I never will put them on anything. So, well, the whole the whole thing with with people with stuff like, and people do that with movies. You know, like I'll tell you, you know, Star Wars fans can't handle reality when people crap on their stuff. Like you're not going to come to my house and make me watch The Mandalorian because I'm never going to watch it. So. <laughs> You know, and it's, 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 it's like when you're with, it's like people need to just pick what they want and be done. It's like you go to a buffet and you get what you want fit to eat and you leave and that's it. It's over. It's done. Yeah, it's nobody's going to tell you what the fuck are you eating. You're all eating in the same place. So why are you complaining? Why are you acting right. like somebody's going to have an opinion for what you had to list? It's like, there's no wrong answer, dude. It's... You don't, exactly. you don't have to. Cool. He's, he's done, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But. You don't have to be insecure about it. Just, just pick what you want and go home. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's done. And don't tell um, me, and don't, okay. don't tell me what to, what to put on the list that I already put down. No, day. don't correct people. That's rude, and don't, you know. I'm going to correct your mom with my pecker. That's what I'm going to do. Exactly. <clears throat> but the Man, film. Yeah, was a cue up the Tardy Brothers. Speaking of cause of death. And final thoughts. Um, you know, like we always do, we talk through the whole damn thing, but that's how we do it here. Um, if you guys look for commentary on movies we're like way more into, we'll do commentary. It's hard to do commentary when we're not sitting next to each other, to be honest with you. Um, sit there and actually watch it. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you, I would not recommend that movie to anybody. It's boring and it looks like. Not on Elm Street. Um, I think for a slasher, it's it's actually it's it's decent. You know, it's a good watch in quarantine if you want to watch something. Like when I was actually paying attention to I it. The I don't understand either. that. I'm sure some um, I'm sure some Rolling Stones hipster wrote that that's seen it once, and they're like, I just think that Halloween is the greatest movie ever. That I think it's like Halloween since I know everything about horror films. It's like, yeah, shut up. Oh yeah. Friend. But it's no, but it, House I Massacre. I recommend that. I, I think that we watched last month a thousand times better. Uh, yeah, yeah. Driller Killer is way more cool of a character, and 
This one for the slasher, it's mostly, I, I guess, the only thing they have to linking this to Halloween is that the dude was using, you know, escaped from a, a mental institution and was killing people with a butcher knife. Doesn't make it like Halloween. But it doesn't get it where it's, you know. Just because it had a similar story doesn't mean it's high. For one, it doesn't take place on Halloween, so automatically that's a stupid uh, reference. And two, it's not a masked killer. And three, Michael Myers is Michael Myers. Like, nothing else compares to that. Like, not even Jason, none of that shit. He's his own entity. And I think the vibe of those movies are completely different than what this was. Uh, This is, this felt more just like a straight up, just like 80s slasher film. You know, like Sorority House. That's exactly what it says it is. And it, it feels like exactly what it says it is. Like Sorority House Massacre. It's this guy killing people in a sorority house. Stabbing them. A lot of backstabs. There was a couple throat ones that were nice. You know, it's very uh, graphic for what I... I didn't expect that, honestly. It was actually pretty... Uh, you know, they showed the kills happen. But here's, but here's the thing. It's, it's you know... It goes back to the same discussion that I had earlier, and again, I'm not saying you have to agree with this or anybody else does, but it's still low grade and it's a snooze fest. It's not. It's not Prowler. It's not. It's just not. It's just not good. It, it wasn't good. It's very poorly shot, and it looks like shit. And it looked like a goddamn Friday Thirteenth movie. And it. I was not scared of that killer. I mean, even even if I watch stuff now, like I want to still somewhat be scared of who I'm dealing with. And I, I remember, honestly, that's one of the reasons I never took Texas Chainsaw Massacre two seriously. The only reason that I like Texas Chainsaw Massacre two is because of the crook and Dennis Hopper. Yeah, but that movie is not scary at all. No, it's goofy. It's a, like a comedy. Just like it's not a bad movie, but it's and and the Shirley House Massacre is kind of the same thing, except there's no comedy value to it. It's just bad. Yeah, it's actually very. It's a very serious plot line to it, and there's not really any wacky '80s comedy like you would expect. Like how Slumber Party Massacre was very campy. This one took a very serious approach because it was like you know, um, I don't know. There's a weird telepathy angle with it, kind of like Halloween with uh, what's her name, Daniel Harris's character. That uh, I can't remember her name. Save the life of the cousin. But uh, it kind of had that feel to it because she had like a telepathic bond with the killer, and she can see him no, killing no, other I, people. I, I it, it's it's you know it was. Nothing, I'm saying it was that wasn't entertaining because that angle. But there was nothing born. memorable about that killer either. He's just he looks like a fucking like a, some kind of fucking dipshit, like some. Yeah, he's just kind of like. He's like fucking GameStop. He's like, oh, I'm going to you. It's like, no, you're not. I'm just going to beat you down. <laughs> you didn't pick up this pre-order. No, you know he's. Yeah, he just. It's just. I don't know. He just looks like some fucking dipshit. But. Yeah, I agree with that. It was okay. It. I mean, it was fine, but it's just. I, I hadn't seen that in forever. I can tell you this: I'm glad I didn't waste fucking thirty dollars on it. Yeah. Uh, like wheelchair fucker did, but you know, <laughs> it's it's not a very good movie. I I. You know, it just isn't. And I'm, you know, there's a lot of people that just like to collect and have all this stuff, but the reality is, I don't want to own something I'm never going to watch again that's a piece of shit, you know? Yeah. I just don't. I'd rather not fool with it. And it's, you know, like that Doom Eternal game, there's an ad for that on TV right now. I would not play that if you paid me, because I don't like any of the Doom games, because they suck. That's just my opinion, you know? People people can laugh and turn them all around. I'm not a fan of those games. I always thought they were fucking stupid, dumbass games. You know? But, whatever. There are people out there that actually want to waste their money on that. It's a problem with me, you know? But, <laughs> I, 
a bad slasher is a bad slasher. Yeah. Is it something, you know... You know I, I had somebody ask me about why I didn't like None of the Creeps. Because it sucks, you know? It's just not a good movie, you know? I love Tom, uh, and I love fucking the director, but I, it's just that movie is just bad, you know? We watched it, and I was like, wow, this sucks, you know? Yeah. It's just one of those it's things. It's not good. It's the same. It's the same as what we just watched. It's just I would not recommend that. It's not a. It's not a very good movie. And you have these people that are like, you know, oh, I like every single thing that comes out. Well, I'm not like that, you know. And I, I hope that's not why you asked me to do this podcast with you four years ago because I, I am not going to be hold back. And that's the exact reason I asked you is because you have difference of opinion. Yeah, it's just. It's just. For me personally, there's not enough kills in it. There's nothing inspiring about the kills, and it's not. Yeah, it's just kind of basic stabbing stuff. At least not scary. I mean, at least have a ski mask on or something. Like, there's nothing scary about that guy. Yeah, he's just like, I'm going to get you. Yeah, watch it. Like, right now, you know, I would just pick up, like, a giant sack of potatoes and just hit him in the face with it and kill him. Yeah. He's just dumb. I'm going to stab you. It's like, no, you're not. And the knife was, was ridiculous looking. It looked like a giant plastic fork from, like, Arby's. <laughs> it was just like, come on, dude. Like, I mean, I mean if I'm like, you're better to your house. I'm not trying to put me, who am I to tell you? But I'm telling you right now, don't waste $30 on a Blu-ray of it because it's not that good. Yeah. Yeah. And it has no replay value. Like, that, that what was that? So, so, so we watched, what was that awful movie we watched? Splatter University what a turd god that movie was awful oh yeah it was, it was dog shit it was horrible horrible <laughs> syndrome should be ashamed of themselves for putting that piece of shit out I mean that movie was fucking garbage I got sold it as quick as we got done watching it <laughs> just like I did Nine of the Creeps got it and I love Fred Decker but here's here's how much I don't like Nine of the Creeps I would rather watch Robocop 3 <laughs> that he did it's more entertaining and I'm telling you, I don't do body horror, man. I don't do it. Sorry. Not hmm. my thing. You know. It's like, if we were hypothetically at the convention where Cronenberg was, I'm not paying to meet that motherfucker. I don't want nothing from that dude. Like, you're a fucking, you're at the master of body horror. Peace. See ya. I'm good. You know, not my thing. And Dr. West, when we go, I'm totally going to... Well, whenever we go, I'm going to get you uh, a signed uh, fly poster from him. And I will take it to the urine. I want you to the cannibal. <laughs> I mean, I'm... I don't want to get from him. I'd have to get the Decker thing, but that's just me. No, and it's different. You, you like him as a character. And like I said, I guarantee you, he doesn't even have any fucking dead zone stuff with it because I know he's like, oh, I don't like that movie. It's like, whatever, dude. It's, you know... It's my favorite Chris Walken thing, and, and uh, you know, I'm, I feel really bad now because I think we probably should have given Eric the prophecy because we talked about that and I forgot it. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Well. Anyway. Well, this was fun. You guys are ready to master, bud. <laughs> it's fun. You know, we yeah. talked about a lot of stuff over it and uh, mainly just music discussion. You know I mean, there's so many different, like, and if that's what people are into, that's great. But, you know, for me, you can't, you know, like, there are all these people that I talked to, and this is a good example. There are all these people that I had talked to that I knew when they watched, um, 
Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep is like a really long Stephen King miniseries. Is it great? No. Do I own it? No. Do I want to own it? No. But I recommend it. Yeah, it's good for a one-time watch, yeah. and that's it. It ain't the fucking Shining. And you know the the thing that people forget about the Shining is you've got two incredible things going on. You've got Stephen King's masterful book, and then you've got Kubrick going. You know what? I'm going to do my own spin on this, and I love it even more. Yeah. You know, it don't get no better than that. That's horror at its best. I would love to overrated man. I'm going to go get a job and fucking comment on your page. Don't do that. Just just accept the fact that I'm lying. Just <laughs> know that Harry was right. Just accept it. I don't know what else to tell you because here's the thing. There's people's opinion and then there's our opinion and that's all that matters. That's right. Because, you know, I'm just shooting people straight on stuff. I think I'm very equal opportunity on films, you know, and I, you know, I thought I was going to hate Doctor Sleep. It's actually fairly enjoyable for what it is. It just has zero replay value because it's extremely dry and it's extremely long. Yeah. It, it feels like a television miniseries. It does not feel like a movie. Right. Um, and the video apparently has like another hour, 30 minutes or 45 minutes or 20 minutes or something. Um, and I never know because I'm not buying it. But, it, <laughs> you know, but I would tell people to watch it, you know, just like I would tell people, hey, you know, the rest of the bands on your Florida Death Metal list, there's nothing wrong with any of that shit. But for me, the three were malevolent, be aside, and fucking um, death. You know, that's just what I would want to tell us personally. But, you know. Right. You know, but people apparently can't do that. It's like they always, you know, you put something that's just, and that's why I always get scared to share stuff like that. I've got to give you credit for, I guess I'm gun shy about it because it's like, I'm going to put this on page and somebody's going to run there. Yeah, but I can always just tell and I'll be like, yeah, I'm not sharing it. And sure enough, yeah. You know. And it's a shame, but it's, you know, the people, I think some people feel that they have to be empowered by, by overly comment. And what was up with him constantly like sharing that band's logo? Like, I deleted that too. It's like, dude, I don't, I, this isn't a fucking free advertising space. Nope. You know? You know? And I, I'm not interested in listening to shitty tech death either because I don't listen to it anyway in my personal life. So, you know? I'm a brooder death metal man and I'm a slasher man. I'm not a fucking fan of anything outside of that unless I say so. And it's very rare in between. Doesn't mean I'm closed-minded. I just know what I like. Just like I like fucking young girls with tight asses, you know. <laughs> you know. It's what I like. They don't have a fucking dumpster for a dank in their fucking cooch, you know. Right. That's what I like. You gotta know what you like. When your nuts drop one day, you'll figure out what you like. Well, because of... Encyclopedia Mattel telling me I guess I would have picked seven or eight records that are not on here. Let me list them for you. No, we didn't ask you to list what you listen to because we don't care. Nope. You know. We didn't ask you to do that and you know, you can go uh, talk about it on your page and get two likes from your mom's friend that works at the bank with her and your grandma. But anyway... <laughs> You know, people are in the bush on you, man. We give you nothing at all. That's correct. And and, and, and that's why that song is so fucking appropriate. Thank you, Doctor, for that. You know, but it's, you know. Yeah. I, I could listen to that song and relate it to my workplace, social life, anything. It, it's just so accurate. Yep. 
You get nothing. Von Royce, what a genius. But anyway. But yeah, man, you know, sure that's not, it's okay. I give it one star. <laughs> getting. You know, it's, it's boring. It's un, uh, it just, it doesn't go anywhere. It just kind of stands there. It just feels like a Freddy movie, but yet it's this fucking guy with a bowl cut like I had when I was five. He had the fucking fog. John Carpenter fog bowl cut like that kid that I said I <laughs> yeah. when we watched that yeah. and it just it just doesn't work and his knife looks like like I said it looks like a fucking knife that you get at fucking it looks like they took a Rambo knife and made it out of a plastic knife you get at fucking Wendy's <laughs> you know you order a salad at Wendy's for whatever reason they give you a knife I don't know why you need a knife to cut your salad but um, I guess it was so I could make this joke tonight about the knife in that movie but it just looks like a shiny plastic knife that they got at Party City and they, it actually doesn't it looks like a, it looks like a knife they got at Big Lots during Halloween <laughs> so you know it's kind of ridiculous but no. you know. and as much as I hated it actually it actually makes Jason X look like a good film <laughs> and that would be awful yeah it's pretty bad if you guys have never checked that out check that out that's our Soul Prime New Metal episode it is so <laughs> I saw that movie in theaters uh you know, I liked it then, just because it was Jason. It's was, funny. It is funny. I think it's. I think it's a shame that that dickhead had to cause this lawsuit because they were about to put that, a stage and that Jason in space and that video game, which would have been hilarious. Oh, speaking of Cronenberg, Cronenberg gets gunned down in that movie by Jason in the very beginning. So. Oh yeah. So you can get a print from that. It's like, yeah, uh, not really a fan of your movies, but can you sign this picture from Jason X where you get gunned down? <laughs> That'd be cool. I mean, look, here's, here's the Cronenberg stuff that I own. I, I would own Dead Zone. It's my favorite thing you ever did, but it doesn't exist on Blu-ray. So, um, Rabbit I own. Uh, what's the other one that I own? We did it for the podcast. The Brood. I have that, and I like that. You know, it's gross, but it's still livable. Yeah. Um... Yep. Slither Iraq, even though it's disgusting. Or not Slither. Uh, uh, Shivers. Uh, uh, huh? Shivers. Thank you. Shivers is great. It it's is. disgusting, but it's fun. Um, what else? Crash. I love that movie. That movie's hard to watch, but it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, that's more of a David Lynchy kind of thing that he did. Yeah. Um, I love Dead Ringers. I, I have that. I like that movie. Um, but... Anything outside of that, Dead Zone's my favorite. I'll say that a million times over. It's such a great movie. It is. But, and Scanners is great. Scanners yeah, Scanners is, great. is good. Scanners, Scanners is up there. I love that one because I, I just love that movie. But And I love him for helping Michael Ironside have a career because he started Michael Ironside off and gave him a career, so that's amazing um, because I love him in V, the television show. Um, but, and Total Recall, but, yeah. and, and Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Yep. But, I don't know, man. I'm just, I don't think he's this king of horror like he gets the street crit for. I just, I'm not buying it. If anybody knows, they know I'm a John Carpenter fanboy, and John Carpenter and him hate each other, so. Yeah. That's another, that's another no-go, which apparently all that was started by Eli Roth, so. Huh. Which, ironically, I have nothing against Eli Roth, believe it or not, but I just, not. I'm not a fan really just but I don't have anything against him either I'm just calling him or whatever but yeah um, I Kronberg though God Dead Zone's such a great movie and he hates it it's so funny and yeah 
It's typical. It is. It really is. It seems like none of that ever works. I don't even think Carpenter likes Christine from the stuff I've read, which sucks. It's well, like the Stephen King. Yeah. I know, but it's like the collaborations that King's done with some of these directors, and then it just doesn't work, and then he ends up hating them, and they hate him, and blah, blah. But Stephen King still rules, man, in my opinion. I love him. Um, you know, if you guys have never seen The Dark Half, I highly recommend that movie. It's great. Um, another unsung Romero movie that I've come to love recently, even though I've always had trouble watching it because it terrified me as a kid, is Monkey Sean. Yeah, that movie's um, scary as shit. It's not that, it's weird, you know. But you know what movie I have grown to love from fucking Romero and I. We need to do it on the on the on the, on here sometime, or Godless Heathens, or something. But I love, um, oh God, uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, I bought it a while back. Um, I found it online really cheap, you know, for like fifteen bucks. Oh shit! Why can't I think of the name of that movie? Um, Crazies. What a yeah. good movie, man. And that, the, you know, the, the, it is very good. It's a rot before dying with dead. It's, uh... And speaking of which, I wanted to talk to you about this, Corey, because I haven't heard you mention it to me. Dawn of the Dead's coming out in 4K. They've been working on it for a while, um, but I don't know when it's supposed to come out. It comes out in the fall. It's a little tiny company, independent company, that's putting it out. It does have a Blu-ray. Aren't they it. in Britain? No, this is actually, this is an American company that's distributing it over here. Oh, okay. Maybe that was different. Uh, it may be Canadian, but it's it's going to be our region. It's not like a weird region thing. And, yeah. Um, yeah, they've been working on it. <clears throat> that's what I'm going to finally own it on. You know, um, so that's cool. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm weird about it. And I got of you know, I have, I'll be honest, I like more of Romero's stuff than I do Cronenberg stuff, I think. Oh, I, mean, I do I too. I a few of Cronenberg's films, but I think I like more of George's stuff. I like more of George's um, stuff. I'm, I'm more of a fan of, like, uh, you know, of course, Carpenter's, but even... Um, I mean, and uh, realistically, Wes Craven, I probably like about the same amount of his as I do Cronenberg's. I, I think it's about the same, because I don't like a lot of Wes Craven stuff. Yeah. Um, trying to think. I'm rambling. Sorry. Uh, one second, there was something else. But now Stephen King stuff, it's hit or miss. Like some of it I love, and some of it I don't. Yeah. Um, the movie adaptation. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes I prefer the books. Sometimes it's, you know, um, I like both. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people don't know this. I was reading recently that Stephen King actually had a lot to do with Creepshow too. A lot of people think that he even directed some of the sequences in it. Right. But there's there's people that have been rumored that him and Savini took directorial roles on a lot of that film. Because if you look at the guy that quote unquote supposedly directed it, he's never really done shit. Yeah. So you know maybe that was why that movie's so good. Because I'm one of the oddball people on this planet that actually prefers the second movie over the first one. Um, you and me both. I mean, the raft is just the best shit in the world. And thanks for the ride, lady. Yeah. The chick played fucking. Dr. Goodhead from fucking Moonraker, which is yeah. Corey's favorite bond. It is. Uh, I mean, she's aged horribly, but she gets railed at the beginning, and she's just like, 
Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm just gonna fuck up now, Mrs. King. And he, he's just like, thanks for the ride, lady. I fucking love it. It's so fucking awesome. Yeah, the, the hitchhiker. Thanks for the ride, lady. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah. And Stephen it's King does game, his... You know? Stephen King's in that part because he does... Uh, he's the truck driver guy that swerves. And, and it hits him, yeah. Yeah, it's Stephen King in that part. You know, I think... I'm so excited they're putting Tales from the Dark Side out the movie. Yeah. It's um, awesome. Stephen King, George Romero, if you guys don't know, Christian Slater's in it. Uh, the bitch from, uh, <laughs> oh, I can't think of that, but Debbie Harry's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, from uh, Blondie. Yep. Um, so that's cool. She's the kid stalling. She's trying to put him in the oven. I remember seeing that movie at the theater as a kid. It's just good, man. I love the TV show, too. I've got the whole run of the TV show on DVD. They look like shit, but I've got them. Um, yeah, Romero, Romero did some great shit, man. He really did. And, you know, but I don't know, man. I think there's a lot of directors that get way too much hype on them, you know? Yeah. And Cronenberg's one of those. He's, he's a little too avant-garde for me to say that I'm a fan. Right. You know, I like the stuff that he did that I do. I guess I prefer more of his early stuff because if you think the stuff that I'll name off is all like 70s and 80s, but. Yeah. Except for Crash, Crash is like 90s. Um, but. It's good stuff. Some of that stuff's good. Some of it's not. You know, I guess it's like with anything else. It's like the buffet table. It's like your list. You pick what you want and you leave the rest, you know? Yeah. All we can try to do is just suggest good things for people, and some people like it and some people don't. And uh, you have what you will with it, and you can enjoy that. And you can also enjoy the interview after I've talked and rambled for three hours. Corey's going to have to edit this, probably. <laughs> no. Probably not, but, uh, <clears throat> Eric Pearson from Testament's coming up. He was a very nice guy. He talked to me. Uh, we got to talk about um, the new album, and it's available now for Nuclear Blast Records. It came out in April. Uh, Titans of Creation. It it's fantastic. Uh, I love it. And. Testament's great. They're still still doing the thing and putting out good shit, so we appreciate that. Hopefully you guys during quarantine can uh, check it out on your streaming devices, however the fuck you listen to music. Uh, try to help them out and buy well, some stuff. On Spotify, and then yeah. come over and listen to us on Spotify. We're there, too. Yeah, and try to support them and buy some shit for them since they can't go anywhere or tour and they lose money and people can't go out and buy their records so you know definitely just get that shit ordered to your crib and support them and hit up hit up the Tubi app if you want to listen to this or some other shit see for yourself if you like to film uh you know do that get the Tubi app you can watch a lot of the stuff and uh use us as your little your little companion and uh follow along even though most of the time we just ramble on about about music but that's what we do so it is what it is. We and rambled tonight, so we hope you enjoyed the <laughs> Yeah. We had a lot of fun doing it. We hope you guys did too. Thanks for listening. Stay safe out there, but most importantly, stay fucking gory.
everyone. This is Dr. Vincent West with the Phantasm Podcast, and my next guest uh, is here to talk about their 13th studio album. Uh, I've listened to this band since I was in high school. I'm a huge fan of this band. I've never got to talk to this gentleman. Super, super excited to have uh, Eric Peterson from Testament today with us. How are you doing? Hey, great. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for doing this. And, uh, of course, we'll be talking all things uh, Titans of Creation today, uh, which came out today, which is exciting. And uh, just kind of dive into the record here with you. Um, okay. Let's see here. So uh, the first track, uh, Children of the Next Level, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, it's the first track on the record. Um, it was actually going to be the title track, Okay. Um, but we were just kind of going back and forth on, you know, the whole next level thing. We didn't know how that was going to play out later. So, it, you know, it is what it is, and it works for the song. Um, I'm glad we came up with uh, a title for the record that explains the cover. Uh, Children of the Next Level is about the Heaven's Gate cult. Um, and uh, I don't know if you've seen our video. There's like a cartoon video. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. It's a great yeah. track to open the record with. Yeah, it's got everything. You know, it's, it's got a lot of riffs. It's got a lot of nooks and crannies in it and a lot of different guitar solos. And um, yeah, it's a, good, it's, a good, it's a good starter to just get it going. I mean, it's got that gallop thing, which we've done a lot. Right. Yeah, it's a killer track. And then track two is uh, WW3. Yeah, wrestling thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, World War III. It's kind of just a a premonition, I guess. You know, it's kind of weird because when I was reading the lyrics, it kind of reminded me of this, what's going on now. Um, Some of the lyrics, not, you know, not all of them, not, not, not the nuclear war just the fear and the government and all, all the stuff that's going on. It's just kind of, you know, we're going down into the dark side. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Some of it, you know, just like I, I heard a couple words and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely poetic with yeah. what's going on. So that's a, that's a real easy song, too. I mean, it's not, there's not, it's more of a, what do you want to call it? Um, it's not like a, a really melodic, you know, you know, guitar playing song. It's more I'm trying to think how James Brown would have put it. It's more like a percussive, right? You know, everything everything's playing the drums on that record. I mean, on that record, on that song, right? Um, it's you know, it's definitely got that that vibe to it. So everybody's there is no guitar, bass. It's just all drums. <laughs> um, but then the, the vocals are really, is what really makes it melodic and. and It's great. Yeah. And then uh, track three, uh, Dream Deceiver. Controversial track that I've seen so far. It's one of my favorites. Um, it's just, it's rocking. It's, uh, 
it's the kids that want to hear the thrashers. I don't know. Maybe because it's a melodic chorus or something. I don't know. But, uh, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it keeps up with everything. It's, it's you know, but all the songs are different. That's what I like about the record. It's, it's still got a cohesive feel to it, but, um, it's not like, you know, assault attack every song. It's, right. it's, it's, it's got, it's got all its little exactly. places. And then uh, track four, Not of the Witch. Yeah, that's our first single. Um, that song's that song's pretty cool, man. I, I, I really like the riff in that. It reminds me of just, it's, kind of, it's just wicked sounding. And it called for, um, you know, something of witchcraft, which is what the song's about. Um, we, you know, it was kind of inspired from the movie The Witch. Okay. And um, it's a song that... Um, it's the first time I've ever, you know, I've done back, you know, this, I, I had this kind of witchy vocal sound in my voice, I guess, and I kind of done, I had a project called Dragon Lord, and I experimented with it, and that's kind of how I sound. Uh, there was a part on the song, I remember Chuck was doing vocals, and he didn't, when I came to listen to what he was doing, he didn't sing on that part, I'm like, that's the pre-chorus or the chorus, he's like, I don't hear anything on that part. So, I think, you know, after 50 minutes of debating it, he's like, well, show me. So I went out there and <laughs> screamed, and him and the, I remember him and Juan, our producer, they're looking at each other talking back and forth. I'm like, what? Well, he clicks it, he goes, okay, you do it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, I always thought that was going to be a deep cut. Um, you know, just a killer song that we would never play live, and when the label heard it, they're like, okay, that's the first single. Um, I, to me, I would have picked a different song, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I was, we are pretty excited, like, okay, that's going to be cool. But then what I realized, oh, wait a minute, now I have to sing this live. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and play that riff, because I'm like, can I even try to do that? Hold on, don't you see? And I was like, oh, wait, I can't sing and play this at the same time. It's like rubbing your head and patting your stomach or whatever that whole thing is. Kind of. I mean, you can do it, you just can't think too much. You start thinking, you know, I think even a couple times, because the other guys are all in ears and I'm not. Right. They're like, what the hell are you playing? What are you singing? I'm like, I don't know. I'll probably go now, 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 That's great. And then track five, City of Angels. City of Angels is one of my favorite songs. Uh, I mean, I prefer fast and just aggressive stuff, but this one has got this really lurking, doomy kind of slower sound vibe. And um, it's, uh, it, it originally was called Master Illusionist, and I wanted to talk about the sliding hand and dark magic and stuff like that but um Chuck came back with uh, the story of the Night Stalker and it just fit the lyrics just fit to the song really well and it's just uh, it's, a, it's a really spooky dark song and it's pretty long but it's got a lot of cool guitar parts and uh you know it's one of the songs where I get to play a lot of solos on the record record I keep seeing record on the song Yeah, I like that one. And then track six, Ishtar, excuse me, track six, Ishtar's Gate. 
I like that one. Which one? The stars? Yeah, I, I, Lowe's my favorite album, so I, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess subconsciously I just kind of was gravitated to that song. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, it's just the way the bass tone is, you know, in the beginning. And then that, that riff I do when it comes in. Yeah, it's kind of a theme, I guess. It kind of reminds me of something, uh, I don't know why, but it reminds me of, I think, when, uh, Page and Coverdale did a uh, track together. Yeah. It reminds me of that somehow. I mean, I, I, I have to listen to that. I like the album doesn't, but it's just in my head. It, it, they had something that was had that kind of sound to it, I think. Yeah. I think. That's cool. Absolutely, absolutely. And then uh, track seven, uh, Symptoms. Symptoms. This is Alex's song. It's funny because they're all, <laughs> I could say the other songs, these are my songs. This is the song that Alex contributed. Um, he wrote the lyrics and the music. And it's one of my favorites too. This song is just that, that riff. It's super catchy. Um, and it, it's not, it's just, the other ones are getting you know, more thinking about prophecies and fantasy kind of stuff this was based on reality stuff it's, it's about polar disorder uh-huh. bipolar disorder I'm sorry yeah and um, yeah it's, you know it's I guess you know we learn something like, oh, I'm kind of like that I guess <laughs> but I uh, know I'm not that but anyway yeah it's, it's a little bit um, you know based on something that's more reality I think Gotcha. And uh, it's just got, it's a little bit, it's a slower paced song, but it still kicks ass. And um, yeah, it's awesome. I think that's going to be, we'll definitely play that one live, I think. Oh, fantastic. And then track eight, False Prophet. That's a nice thrasher. That was the first song that was written, I think. Um, one of the first, maybe there might have been a different one. Um, I just remember jamming on that one with, with Gene. Um, this record, how it was written, she would come to my house and I have like a home little studio and go jam at night through headphones. Uh-huh. I would put like a mini drum set. 
that's awesome. So yeah, it's a pretty cool one. It's and it's uh, the story's pretty pretty intense. Um, I I I would have to go pull out my uh, inside the uh, we have like a three D record gatefold kind of thing that yes. we put out, and the inside of it has got a booklet what all the songs are about really literally and I didn't know what this song was really about I mean I you know I kind of heard what he was saying but it's it's based on a pretty heavy thing that happened in the past uh, okay I sound stupid right now I don't really <laughs> you, have to, you have to read this thing it's really cool awesome I will definitely do that Our fans will too I'm sure yeah. and then track nine the healers Track 10, Code of Hammurabi. I love that song. Yeah, it's a killer song. Um, starts off with the bass, and uh, it just it just kills it. And then uh, track eleven, Curse of Osiris. Curse of Osiris. That's, that's the thrasher. I mean, there, there's some songs that are you know thrashing, but this one's uh, just is relentless. I think. And of course, you know, it's the story of the Curse of Osiris. Musically, I remember we were at the end of the cycle of recording and we were listening to it and uh, we were just sitting around with Juan, myself, and Gene. We're like, man, we need need another fast manager. And I'm like, I don't know, something came in my head and I'm just like, I go, I got a riff in my head right now. So me and Gene went out there and I think within like 20 minutes we had that song done. That's amazing. (laughs) So yeah, that was a lot of fun. And, uh, Again, that's another song that I sing on. I sing the chorus, and um, which has got kind of a black metal feel to it. But you know, it doesn't take away from thinking out of, of the song, so that's kind of cool. And then, of course, the last song, Catacombs, is the outro. Um, this song was our opener intro 
for the last four years, three years. And we decided to re-record it and just put it as an outro. It was a nice piece, so... Yeah. It's such a... The record is really outstanding. I can't tell you how much I really like it. Um, It's one of those... The last album, I felt like I had to kind of listen to it a couple times, which is not a bad thing. I think some of the best records are the ones you have to listen to more than once. But this one, man, there's a lot of hooks in it. I really like it. It's it's uh, it's dark, but it's light. It's like it's. I, I love that it kind of, uh, if that makes any sense, where it goes like from light to dark on certain subject matter. I, I love it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think Andy Steve mixed it. Um, he's mixed, you know, everything since the gathering. Okay. Titans of Creation is the 13th studio album from Testament. It's available today through Nuclear Blast Records. And Eric, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to uh, talk with us today and talk track by track about this album. It's amazing. No worries. I'm not sure. Do you have uh, Do you have a recommendation for us? Anything horror, and we'll do it. It's nuts. <laughs> it's nuts. And I just, I love how that girl when they put her under the thing and makes, she makes that one girl cut her arm off. <laughs> yeah. And, and when she's going, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just cracking. I mean, I looked at, you know, my family and they're like, you know, like horrified. And I'm just like laughing my ass off. Because <laughs> the way she says, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, I had never seen that. And I had a friend of mine just finally talk me into it because... I'm kind of, you know, being older, I like the 70s, 80s shit, and, and even older, the Hammer Horror stuff, like Peter Cush and Chris Lee, I love all that shit, too, and Vincent Price, uh, with yeah. Roger Corman, but, yeah, I really like that movie. I would love to say that I didn't, but I actually thought it was pretty damn gory and pretty damn effective. <laughs> it was very gory, and lots of blood, it's raining blood at the end, there's just, you know, relentless, just, you know, and, and it's, the 70s stuff was cool, too, but, you know, this Oh, yeah. But this one, all the shit looks real. You know, just like taking the, cutting her tongue in half. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all that shit. I mean, it just looks so real and it's just, it just makes you, you know, cringe like, Wah! It's really cool. Another one, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's horror, but it was, uh, it's the subspecies series. Oh, I love those. Those are so fun. <laughs> those are amazing. I mean, he's his voice and he's, he's like, you know, the godfather of, Vampires or something. Yeah, it's great. Those movies are fun. Yeah, that's kind of gory too. You know, just he's pretty wicked, ragu. I think it's ragu, ragu, ragu. Yeah, that stuff's good. I mean, I 
I wish they would put some of those are on Blu-ray. I've picked up a couple of them, but I've kind of been trying to get all my horror stuff on Blu-ray because there's so much extra shit on them. So I need to look for that. I, I was so excited that I ended up giving those away to a friend in Spain. Really? Um, yeah, and because I, I was just like, yeah, I'm generous like that. When I, I just like, oh, you have to send me on some of the energy, and then I'm going to just get it again. And I looked everywhere. Yeah, it's those movies are cool. I wish they would finish putting the rest of them out on Blu-ray, but I've had a lot of that Full Moon Entertainment stuff. Amazon has it exclusively on Blu-ray. They're cheap, but they're hard. Sometimes they're hard to get, or they're out of stock. Yeah, you know what? We hang up. I'm gonna actually go there and see if I can find it. Yeah, there's a couple of them available, and if you've ever watched Trancers by Full Moon Entertainment, those are a couple of those are on there too. <laughs> Well, Eric, thank you so much for this. I really appreciate you, man. Take it easy, man.